Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. So, um, as you know, if you've been uh, coming here recently, that uh, I've been focusing in my own consciousness and uh, also bringing to uh, to this group um, engaged practice, how to, uh, to really bring our practice into the world. And this week, uh, I was particularly focused on that. Uh, it was the, um, uh, the joy class this week, the Awakening Joy class, and the, the theme was Compassionate Action. And we had uh, an all-star lineup with um, Joanna Macy talking on Tuesday night and Julia Butterfly Hill on Wednesday night. And uh, just so moved and, uh, and blown away. Um, the, the caring and loving hearts that they, they both bring to their work. And uh, I said some words on compassion. And as I like to quote Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, one of his, his main teachings is compassion is a verb. That we can have all kinds of lofty ideas. Oh yes, the, the teachings of the Buddha talk about stillness, talk about a, a loving heart, a caring heart. And it's so wonderful to sit on our cushion and cultivate compassion for all beings. Take bodhisattva vows. Send out loving energy in all directions. But often we don't connect the dots and actually manifest that caring as much as we would like. <clears throat> uh, another thing, that, a book that I've been hanging out with, which I've mentioned here from time to time in recent uh, weeks is this book by Bill McKibben called Earth with two A's because it's symbolizing a new kind of earth that we are heading towards. And I, I really would uh, encourage everyone to read this book. Everybody, mm, I don't have many shoulds, but 
I think everyone should read this book. Everyone uh, needs to read this book uh, because it's a kind of um, roadmap of where we are and where we might be, where we seem to be heading, um, and how to make, the, the subtitle is Making a Life on a Tough New Planet. Um, and I've been reading, uh, I shared some from, from it, the first, uh, from the first part of it a, a few, oh, a month or so ago, and the first half of it is like, is very sobering with statistics. There's like the first chapter, there's, where is it? First chapter, there are 129 footnotes. The second chapter, there are hundred and seventy-five footnotes. This is not just somebody's conjecture. This is um, the facts uh, presented in a very um, accessible way. He's a great writer. He's a professor of Mid Middlebury College. And uh, those are the first two chapters. One, the first one is called, uh, what is it? A New World, and the second one, High Tide. Um, and I've been hanging out a lot with those first two chapters. And I must say, uh, my tendency towards joy and, uh, uh, and playfulness and uh, optimism has you know, met its test in these last couple of months. Um, but and it's taken me a while to just kind of absorb it all. Uh, I'm finally getting to the second half of the book, which actually is um, very inspiring about how we can move into this new world, this new planet. Third, there are four chapters in the book. Third chapter is called Backing Off, and the fourth, Lightly, Carefully, Gracefully. And it talks about what the possibilities are um, and the probabilities, if, if anything like it seems to happen will happen, just the, the probabilities of how we can make the best of this situation. And actually, some of the, um, the shifts are not only make sense, but they're wonderful. The main one being that we are not the sleek, thoroughbred, built for speed, uh, but that we become um, a slow and steady um, workhorse that's in for the long haul. That's not glitzy, that's not uh, consuming 
a whole lot of fuel to, to get where we want to go. And also that there will be a, a decentralization where instead of um, energy being shipped in from around the world and you know how, how it works as far as uh, transportation and, and use of, of resources go, but that the whole movement of thinking globally and uh, acting locally, he says, thinking globally and acting neighborly, that that's going to be the shift, that we're actually going to um, connect with each other. Radical. You know? That we're going, to, we, we'll, we're going to need each other, and um, we, there will be communities again where people actually are connecting with each other, uh, and that it can be a really joyous thing. But in order for that to happen, we have to really um, take in the facts and also get in touch with the fact that we care, that we want to make a difference. And so this 10-10-10 event, which is sponsored by the guy who wrote this, Bill McKibben, he uh, has this website, 350.org. Um, that is what, who is sponsoring the 101010 uh, the Workday. Uh, 350 being, as I mentioned here before, the number of parts of carbon per million that would have us live in a sustainable world. We are right now at 380, between 380 and 390. So it's not a very um, pretty picture uh, unless we change things uh, dramatically. So there is these, um, what he says is we have to wake up to this, but wake up with, um, out of love. Not out of fear, not out of panic, but out of uh, the possibilities and the joys of connection. Mm. This workday, the global workday, which you know you might be doing something else that day. Of course, uh, that's we all have our own schedules, but this workday is is like a, a mini experience of what it would be like to work together on projects, which is how basically um, the good life will look like. Uh, and I'm reminded of uh, many uh, years ago visiting uh, A.T. Aryaratna and Sarvodia in Sri Lanka. The Sarvodia movement is an incredible movement, awakening of all, Sarvodia stands for. And Aryaratna, who's known as the Gandhi of Sri Lanka, he created this system which t touches about, I think, 85% of the population has been involved in some Sarvodia project or, or another. And what they do is they train these facilitators to go into a community, bring the community together, and they facilitate drawing out from all the community members what will most benefit the village. 
Not, they don't come in with the experts and say, okay, you guys, this is what you need, and we're going to ship in a whole lot of you know, supplies and experts to do it for you. You give us the money and we'll, we'll do it for you. That's not it at all. The facilitator sits down, trained facilitator, saying, what could this community really need? And the, the whole village gets together and says, well, we could really use um, a bridge that needs to be rebuilt, or maybe a new water pump, or maybe whatever it is. And they come together and finally agree on a project. And when they come together, as Ari says, if you can get people coming together and working together for a common goal, besides what the finished product is, they will experience the joy of giving and the joy of connection. There are these, these projects, he calls them shramadanas. Uh, a dana is generosity, the experience of collective generosity. And so, you know, when, when Ghidra talks about the shoreline cleanup, you know, there might be somebody, you know, people saying, oh gosh, well, that sounds like a very nice thing to do. Um, but, you know, that's for other people. And all of these other projects, that's very nice. Those, that's really noble, those people doing those, all those activities. And I, this is not meant to guilt trip anybody. <laughs> but I just want to offer you the possibility of, if you make that leap from idea to action, you actually connect with others and it feels really good to have a common project that's about loving the earth. I'll just read one more thing and then I want to share with you, and then give you a chance to share with each other, which is what this is about. I can find it, uh, yeah. This is a, a poem that uh, Joanna read at her talk. She did this translation of um, uh, Rilke's uh, Book of Hours. And this really summed up what she was trying to communicate and her translation with Anita Barrows. Dear Darkening Ground, it's called. About the Earth. Dear Darkening Ground, You've endured so patiently the walls we've built. Perhaps you'll give the cities one more hour and grant the churches and cloisters too. And those that labor, let their work grip them another five hours or seven before you become forest again and water, and wide, widening wilderness in that hour of inconceivable terror when you take back your name from all things. Just give me a little more time. I want to love the things as no one has thought to love them until they're worthy of you and real. 
Just give me a little more time. I want to love the things as no one has thought to love them until they're worthy of you and real. And so she went on to say, if you are coming from a place of love, we have the time we have, and I still have a positive vision of what can happen. The time we have is a time that we can spend to love our planet, to love it back to life, and to love it with each other collectively. So the 10-10-10 day has one other component to it, and that is whether or not you participate in one of the thousands of work parties, that you are, um, if you so are are so moved, um, committed or willing to commit to lower your carbon footprint by 10% in the coming year. That's not just a global work day, that's a global work project for you to do. So I'd like you, does everybody have a a sheet paper? I'd like you to just take a look first and then we'll split into, share into small groups. Take a look at this. Driving, drive less and drive smart. You can look at it briefly on your own. Be energy wise at home. All the different ways you can be more efficient at home. Limit disposables, buy organic and locally grown produce or grow your own. Practice water conservation at home. Recycle everything you can. Green your house. Residential energy use accounts for 16% of greenhouse gas emissions. And by the way, there's a a local group called Rising Energy, I think that's it, risingenergy.org, where they come out for free and uh, assess your house and and suggest ways that you can uh, reduce your, um, your energy use. Follow eco-tips for washing your clothes. Eat less meat. And get involved in your community and spread the word about going green. 
This is put out by the Ecology Center, and they go th- they give trainings on how one can not only learn this for oneself, but also be a, um, an advocate that teaches others. And then at the bottom of this, you see, I will commit to changing the following one to three actions in the next month. Just as a little nudge, a little encouragement to in some way move towards more consciousness around that. So what I'd I'd like you to do is to um, just get into groups of either three or four and um, just discuss this, maybe how you feel about this list, maybe things that you could see doing, or anything else that might come up from, from what we've spoken about so far. Maybe the 10-10-10 day. Uh, but particularly, if you'll take a look at this and use it as a, um, uh, an inspiring pointer to how you can become more conscious and witness others saying the same, uh, that is a very potent way to make compassion, turn compassion into a verb. So please, just uh, you can connect with others and whatever comes up for you, if feelings come up, that's fine. You know, just uh, see if you can um, make some um, rich conversation out of this. And we'll do this for like the next 15... 20 minutes or so, and then we'll come back. We have about five minutes. Um, One thing that I noticed, and just kind of uh, corroborates uh, Bill McKibben's thesis, that when people get together and connect with each other, um, there's a lot of energy and a lot of good energy that can come from that. I don't know how scintillating it was before, but but you, in the conversation, there's certainly a lot of enthusiasm in just connecting with each other. Uh, Any reflections, any observations about just being together and what that was like. Yeah. If you want to... Uh, uh, if you can be really loud. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go like that. Yeah. I had uh, two thoughts regarding the commitment at the bottom of the page. Uh-huh. And one is to make a commitment to yourself to give one of these sheets of paper to a friend and get them to commit to do one thing. Great. It is now, I got this, uh, I posted this, we posted, Joyce posted this on our website. So you can just download it from there. There's the PDF that's, that's right there. The other thing that I do, and I've been doing it for two years, I've only met one other person that, that has done this, is that even though it's a plastic container, I have a half a gallon empty plastic container in my kitchen because it takes a long time for the hot water to come on in my house. And so I fill up that plastic container with a half a gallon of water 
and then I take it outside to the bedding plants instead of just letting it run down the drain. Great, thank you. Any any other quick observations on that? Yes. Uh, well, I was encouraged to say something about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I was yeah. encouraged to say something about it, but one of the things I noticed that wasn't on this list that I think is rather important is sharing resources um, and taking a look at what you have and deciding what you don't need. Um, I mean, you can say it's part of compassion to give it to somebody who does need it or to share it with a neighbor who, you know, doesn't have the machine you have. Um, but it's certainly a part of not, not being consumeristic. Great. Thank you. Any other reflection? One last one over here. Hello. Um, I just wanted to say that we did, of course, discuss what was on the sheet, but um, it was an experience of connection and sort of talking about things beyond just what was on the sheet and beyond even the sort of ecological stuff. And so that was really nice to, to take this sort of seed of conversation and take it to a deeper level of, of other things and mm -hmm. having that connection. So, Beautiful. Glad, glad to hear it. You know, and there's... Uh, there's something about when you're just going through whatever you're going through by yourself that's very disconnecting. And when you're in discourse with others and just getting creative ideas and feeling like you're part of something that, uh, that's bigger than yourself, there's a kind of relief and release of all of that anxiety as, as a, quoted many times Angelus Arian saying, action absorbs anxiety. And in the same way, connection absorbs anxiety. And I, I've noticed, you know, it, it didn't surprise me. I was wondering how, uh, how many people would, would leave when, when I said both we'll, we'll be taking a look at sustainable habits and connecting with each other, uh, you know, that uh, a number of people fled. Uh, so I'm, I'm grateful that you're here and hope that you at least found some richness in that connection. If you uh, looked at that list and had some kind of commitment to yourself about reducing your footprint, just uh, I'm, sh I'm curious. Great. Okay. Because it just means going in the right direction. It's not like you're going to save the planet all by yourself, but there's a kind of... Uh, snowball effect. If you are more conscious, it makes others around you more conscious. So I, I really appreciate your hanging in there and um, connecting with each other on this. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, and uh, one other thing that um, Michelle, where's Michelle, uh, mentioned, and uh, that is um, a website and a, a group called terrapass.com, T-E-R-R-A, pass.com, where you can um, 
they will it'll help you figure out, or there's a there's a, a way to figure out what your carbon footprint is, and you could offset your carbon footprint with uh, very um, with sustainable projects. So if you go to the website terrapass.com, sounds pretty good. We had uh, yeah we we said that uh, were you here for the announcements? Uh, so we, we, there's a number of different activities that, uh, four different activities that Keith and, um, and Ghidra, I mean, uh, Linda and Ernie and, um, and Janet are doing. So you might check out with them. Okay, so let's uh, close with a brief loving kindness. And let's have a loving kindness for the earth. This amazing home that we have, that no matter what humans do to it, will go, is still going through its organic development and will be here, whether or not we're here, but while we're here, let's love it as best we can and care for it as best we can and live on it as long as we can enjoying it as much as we can. May the earth feel the collective love of everyone that cares for it. And may we all do our best from a place of caring and love to make it as healthy and beautiful home as possible. May all beings in it and beyond find happiness and peace. May all benefit from our coming here together. May all beings be happy. Thank you very much. Have a great few weeks. Enjoy Wes and Anna and the, the Rinpoche. And uh, stack the chairs in a very loving, conscious way. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.